Notre Dame is having a bit of a renaissance under longtime head coach Brian Kelly. They've won 10 or more games and finished within the top 12 in the country every year for the past four years, which includes two playoff appearances in the past three years. But this year will be a big test for the Fighting Irish. They are losing a lot of the talent that brought them to the playoffs last year. Notably, the losses of longtime quarterback Ian Book and defensive leader Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa are going to be difficult to replace. However, consistency has been the name of the game under Brian Kelly, and it all starts with his offense, which is coordinated by former Irish quarterback Tommy Reese. In a world that is dominated by spread offenses, Notre Dame really bucks the trend with its conservative nature. They love to load up the field with multiple tight ends, lining up these condensed and bunched sets to really challenge the smaller personnel of today's defenses. They were able to find some success on the ground against Clemson, purely from this size advantage. Clemson is known for putting smaller, quicker hybrid linebackers on the field, but they don't have the size to match up against this two tight end, one fullback look by Notre Dame. Despite some good penetration at the beginning of the play, the Irish squeak out a solid gain on first down. They use these tight end heavy looks paired with frequent pre-snap motion to manipulate the gap responsibilities of defenses. This play illustrates that idea perfectly. Pre-snap, this two tight end set to the boundary forces Georgia Tech to set their front to the short side of the field. After a pre-snap motion, two extra gaps are created on the field side of the ball, which Tech doesn't adequately account for which leaves star running back Kyron Williams all the room he needs for a big game. These gaps become especially hard to fit when paired with a counter-heavy run game. By pulling two players, they add two gaps to the play side. In general, the best way to fit this is to have this end attack the inside shoulder of the pulling guard, which blows up the play and gives linebackers time to scrape across the line to cover their shifted assignments. Here the end fails to do that, which means this linebacker is unable to help on the play, leaving a huge hole to run through. However, this strategy isn't foolproof. With more people at the line of scrimmage, there's a greater likelihood that the play simply gets stuffed up, or that one missed block leads to a tackle for loss. While it may seem like these tight ends are purely for bolstering the running game, they're also a tough matchup in the passing game. Keep an eye out for sophomore standout Michael Mayer. They love getting him out in space with these shallow routes, but they can also use his large frame to sort of box out defenders on stick plays. The complexity they show in the running game allows Reese to set his quarterback up with easy completions in the passing game. The bunch sets that they run a lot of their offense from is perfect for this. This play is a simple hitches concept, but the condensed formation and overlapping routes means that these defenders have to backpedal to their spot while finding their receiver through the mess of bodies. They also naturally rely a lot on play action. Last year, a staple of their offense was this rollout pass, which enabled quarterback Ian Book to get out of the pocket and use his athleticism to his advantage. While Book is gone, their projected starter Jack Cohn is primed to take his place. He played under a similar style of offense in Wisconsin, thriving on the short passing game. Cohn is missing some of the athleticism that Book had, but he does show more promise in the deep passing game. However, it's still an area that many teams can and should challenge the Irish to beat them in. While Reese is a relatively new coordinator, there isn't that much that has changed on offense in Brian Kelly's past 10 years at Notre Dame. The same can't be said of their defense. Last year, Notre Dame lost one of the best coordinators in the game in Clark Lee, but replaced him with one of the brightest up-and-comers in Marcus Freeman from Kelly's old stomping ground in Cincinnati. In the secondary, Freeman's scheme is going to be largely similar to Lee's. 
They're going to play a lot of one high looks and live either in man three, meaning they'll have one deep safety and play man across the board, or cover three, meaning a zone with three deep defenders. Either way, Freeman feels comfortable putting his men on the outside on an island. He often couples that with jam technique, which looks to disrupt the timing and route running of the receivers. But with one high safety, you always run the risk of being vulnerable down the seams. In previous matchups, you can see that Norvell really tried to take advantage of this weak point. However, what really makes Freeman's defense interesting is how he plays the box. He bases out of a three-man front. Traditionally, these fall into two categories. They're either a 3-4 with three down linemen and four linebackers, or some kind of 3-3 stack. But Freeman's defense employs almost what I would consider a 3-2, with these two overhang defenders having more in common with safeties than with linebackers. But in reality, his defense acts much more like a four-man front. One of the inside linebackers will often sneak up to the line of scrimmage and take the role of a three-technique defensive tackle, and the nose tackle will take the gap opposite to the inserting linebacker, much like a one-tech defensive tackle in a four-down scheme. This gives them a ton of flexibility and allows them to hide their gap alignments pre-snap. Here's that inserting linebacker coming untouched into the backfield for a tackle for loss. They also like to play their defensive ends in heavy technique, which means that while they may be aligned outside the tackles, they often collapse down into the B-gaps, which along with the inserting linebacker, tries to clog up the interior with as few people as possible. Watch this end crash inside, which stuffs up the middle of the field. Since the gaps inside are taken up, it allows more freedom for the linebackers to hover while reading the track of the running back or offensive lineman. This aggressive inside presence allows these overhangs, which are traditionally more like linebackers, to be more athletic as they don't have to worry about interior run fits. These hybrid players tend to hang out in the post to try to take away RPO opportunities while still being available to help out with contain responsibilities and outside run fits. I think this is a natural position for one of the best defensive players in college football in Kyle Hamilton. His aggressiveness and athleticism allow him to play anywhere on the field, but he might be most effective in this hybrid role. While this defense clogs up the interior, they still have a light box with only five capable box defenders. That means they are a little vulnerable to the exterior running game. Florida State head coach Mike Norvell has had about as much success as anyone running against Marcus Freeman's defense, and I think a lot of it has to do with plays like this. Here, while Cincinnati adjusted to the Wildcat by bringing in an extra lineman, they still have light personnel on the exterior. This downplay takes the outside run that this defense is willing to surrender. The tight end and tackle block down on Cincinnati's only box defenders and allows a pulling guard a one-on-one -on -one block with the corner. This defense is definitely interesting and one that had great results for the Bearcats the last few years. There might be growing pains here and there, but it's an interesting scheme to watch out for going forward. As for the rest of this Notre Dame team, they still have the talent to make an impression on the national landscape, but they are losing a lot of leadership. While they should be able to walk away from Tallahassee unscathed, this season will really show everyone whether the Irish are a team that has to rebuild or if they're part of the elite class of programs who can simply reload. Thanks for watching this video. The Triple Option team is gonna come out with a video looking more at the Florida State side of things later this week. Please make sure to like and subscribe, comment, ask any questions, and look for our Patreon and gear links in the description below. Thanks.